Yo, 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 what is up, fam? Uh, it's me, Renee, aka Bass Drop Princess. This is the very, very first episode of my new podcast, Best Candy Ever with Bass Drop Princess. If you guys are watching from YouTube, please hit that like button and subscribe. Also, would really, really appreciate it if you guys left me a rating and review on iTunes. That would help Best Candy Ever out so much. Also, if you're not following me yet, I am on social media, at Bass Drop Princess on Instagram, at Bass Drop Princess twitter with one s new episodes will be out every other week so i'll be notifying you guys via twitter instagram youtube so if you haven't followed or subscribed yet please do so and i will definitely let you guys know when new episodes are coming out and exactly what days and times things like that I just wanted to do something that involves the rave scene, but it's just more about having a, a good time. About me, for those that don't really know me, my name's Renee. I'm a festival goer of a very, very long time, and I'm just, like others, so passionate about the rave scene and going to music festivals in general and just enjoying the amazing experience and the utopia that festivals create. It's just something that the real world doesn't normally uh, provide in terms of all this love, peace, kindness. And I just wanted to make this podcast something fun where other ravers can come and share their experiences, just spread love and kindness. And one of the things that I really love about the rave scene is candy. Hence the name, you know, best candy ever. I created this so that some of the fun things that we could do is talk about some of the best candies ever that we've received at festivals because I'm sure that lots of you guys have really special candies that hold memories and are just a representation of a special bond that you formed with either a stranger or a friend that you already knew. I think it just symbolizes this amazing friendship. It's just like a symbol of of kindness. We have that that whole handshake, the um, you know, the peace, love, unity, respect. We all love it when someone wants to play, start doing that afterwards after you, you know, exchange the candy. It just cements this bond, even if it was with somebody that you met for like three seconds at some random set. I think that this is something that that all of us can can really enjoy and partake in. I know that there's so many different things that the rave community is doing, like virtual raves and Zoom parties. And I just think that is so awesome that we can connect through those ways. And I just really want to connect with you guys as well. I think that, that podcasting is just a great way to really share those types of experiences. I'm a big fan of podcasts myself. A lot of the time I'll watch I'll watch podcasts, have it play in the background, or just watch one when I get home to, to decompress. I think that it's just great because you can really talk about different things and go into depth with uh, certain topics and concepts that other social medias can't really portray. Like Instagram, it's usually a photo or, you know, they have the video options too, but it's never really as long as you'd like it to be. Or at least for me, I feel like I can talk about certain things for so long and sometimes I can't get that message conveyed through a, a story or a, an Instagram live. Anyways, podcasting is one of my favorite um, medias and I thought it would be really cool to create some type of raver podcast where other ravers can, you know, share and just spread lots of love.
I know lots of podcasts are really, really serious and they talk about some issues that are going on in the world. And I love that. I love that they're spreading information and trying to uh, make people aware and all those things. But with my podcast, I want it to be a place where you can lose all that seriousness, kind of have some fun. I think especially in times like these, a lot of us can be down and sad and talking about really serious things can just kind of ruin the mood. And I just want something where you can tune in and just kind of have fun and reminisce about what life was like before this pandemic thing shutting down, all of these protests. And not that there's anything wrong with that, obviously, you know, changes need to be made. But I think sometimes we all need a little pick-me-up. For those that watch certain podcasts or listen, I'm sure that you have a podcast where you tune in to tune out of the world, have a couple of laughs, and just really um, enjoy yourself and forget about things. And that's what I want my podcast to kind of be about. So this is really going to be more about fun. I even want to do this thing where all of you guys can send me um, you know, a picture of your candy. We can all just have this place where we show our candy collection and just talk about the cool memories. Everyone's experience is just so different and I love making candy. I mean, recently I haven't been making any, but usually before a festival, I, I like to meet up with a couple of my good friends and just have a, a candy party and just go ham and create all these different themes. And I spend a lot of money sometimes on candy because I really want it to be special. So I'll go hunting like online or Hobby Lobby or Michael's, whatever, for, for certain candies that are unique. And I really treasure making beautiful candies. And when I meet someone that I really connected with at a festival or show, I, I usually look um, at my arm for like a really special candy that I made and just really want to give that to them because I put so much effort and I just really love talking to them and I just want to give them something. I'm a very giving person and I feel so bad sometimes when I don't have a candy to exchange with someone that gave me a candy. I'm always like, wait, I don't have anything for you. Like keep that candy. You don't have to give me one. And usually the cases they give me the candy anyways, because they're like, I don't care. Like this is um, this is a gift, and I'm the same way too. I, I tell whoever I'm plurring with, if they don't have a candy, they're always like, I don't have anything to give you, and I'm like, it's okay, just because it's, uh, you know, something special that you want to give to somebody. Anyways, I just really, really love candy, and it always sucks when you have a whole bunch of candy, but they were all given to you, and you don't really want to give any of the, any of them away, because you know that that person who gave you that candy just worked so hard and it was so special. But sometimes, you know, that's the beauty of candy. Sometimes I'll just give a, a special candy that I just received anyways to another raver that I met because um, sometimes you just have to let go of these things that you love so much and cherish. And sometimes it becomes even more special and that candy adds even more value even though it's not yours, there's like this sentimental meaning behind that candy, especially when you give it to somebody else. You let go, you stop being selfish, and you just hand it over that gift. I know a lot of people, they think that candy is kind of corny, and it's this old raver thing to do, because, you know, it goes way, way back. But I absolutely love it and creating it, and it just has so much to do with the with the raving culture. It's definitely a way to spread love, and um, when your fingertips touch, it's like this um, this special aura just 
blows out from both of you and all this love just explodes. I think it's just so special and it's just such a great way to spread love and it just connects all of us so much. Um, like I said earlier, I don't want this to be super serious. If you know me personally, I am really corny and I joke around and I like to watch a lot of stand-up and podcasts that I watch are by comics. I absolutely love Tiger Belly with comedian Bobby Lee, King of the Sting with uh, Theo Vaughn. Check him out for like a good laugh. I, I think you'll kind of get and understand my humor. I just want to give like a little disclaimer. If I say something offensive, it's usually a joke. Sometimes, you know, if you don't know somebody, the jokes may not translate the right way or it may be taken out of context. So I do make a lot of uh, weird, corny jokes on Sometimes they're not really PC. I don't mean to offend anybody if I say something that's kind of strange or bitchy or, I don't know, just something that you may take offense to. I don't mean it, and it's usually in a joking way. Besides having this little segment, you know, Best Candy Ever, where we all turn in our really fun candy submissions and the stories behind it, I want to have this little segment, kind of like a roast, called Worst Candy Ever, where we talk about these candies that we receive that aren't necessarily our most favorite, and <laughs> I want to call it Worst Candy Ever, just because maybe it was that worst candy ever that you received that particular day. We're all family here, and what my family likes to do a lot of times is make fun of me and make fun of each other. And it's not that we mean those things. It's just all coming from a place of love. And that's how we show love. I want this podcast to be different. And we all got to joke around sometimes. So again, if I say anything offensive, and if you guys don't like the whole worst candy ever segment, um, well, it's too bad. I'm probably going to do it because that's just me. And I like to joke around. And we, we want to laugh, have fun. So you guys can send in some of the worst candies ever that you receive. But anyways, let's get to it. I want to share some of the best candies ever that I received. And I'm actually wearing one of them right now. This candy here, um, let me show you guys. It actually says August 1st. And it has this really, really cute little butterfly on it. And normally for my birthday, since it's the first week of August, I usually celebrate by going to Hard Summer. One of the very first Hard Summers that I went to was in 2015. It was at the Fairplex. I believe it was actually in Pomona. This was back when rave bras were super popular. I made a rave bra. I glued these little candles on it with these little yellow pom-poms on top to kind of resemble like a flame. So it kind of looked like a like a birthday cake and I had this crown on and it even had the little birthday um birthday candles up there and it said birthday girl and I was just such a such an attention whore. It was just so fun because it was my birthday and I was just celebrating and so many people greeted me. I just really, really loved that and appreciated celebrating with so many cool people. So anyways, this girl saw me and she greeted me happy birthday and was like, oh my god, like it was my birthday too. My birthday was on August 1st and I was like, what? No way. Like my birthday is August 2nd. Leo is like super cool. And I don't know. It's always cool, I guess, when you find someone who whose birthday is either on the same day or kind of near your birthday. Back then, I don't know why, 2015 hard summer, supposedly candy wasn't allowed 
I guess they didn't want it to come off as a rave. So for some reason, they didn't allow candy. I don't know if anyone remembers that, but I wore candy anyways. Rhonda, that was the girl's name, she actually had candy on too. She gave me this candy that was so special and just getting to connect and then later on um, finding each other on Instagram and still being friends till this day just shows you how much raving and candy brings people together. Again, this was in 2015, so that was five years ago. And if you're anything like me, I keep a lot of the special candies that I have and still remember the certain stories behind it and how it made me feel. So I really, really appreciate this candy. So if you're listening, Rhonda, thank you so much. I still have this candy that you made me. This candy um, I found, uh, I'll show you guys. This one, I didn't find it. Someone gave it to me. I just found it in my collection. I want to clarify. But this candy says, I feel funny. And it has this super cool like eye and it, it blinks and stuff. And it has eyelashes. And then there's this really, really cool rock here that's connected. And it just gives me the most coolest Wookiee, Wookiee yoga, um, like feel good vibes. And I just love this one so much. This one, I am pretty sure I got it from Electric Forest last year. I don't really remember who gave it to me. I just remember getting it from Forest. And Forest, if you've been there, this is like the whole vibe of Electric Forest, really. It's like this, these like cool, awesome, really nice, like yoga-esque. It's not, it is a ra like in a sense, kind of a rave because there's definitely lots of EDM there and people do dress like they're going to a rave, but there's also lots of um, pashminas and wooks and also just really hippie, hippie-like styles and people there and it, a lot of it is about your your consciousness. They do put some um, intention into recycling. They have, you know, recycling bins there. Also making sure that we're all okay and we're looking out for each other, but also that we're um, treating nature right. It's very, I want to say it's very like, like Shambhala, but also kind of like a little bit of like that Burning Man feel, that unity and maybe like lightning in a bottle type of feel to it where everyone just cares about each other. It's all family. Um, not that, you know, regular raves don't have that. Just really trying to connect with yourself and other people and taking care of the world. The vibes there are just very different, very, I want to say it's almost spiritual in a sense. And I think that this kind of um, represents that, you know, this eye and um, it's very trippy, but also just very loving and it's all about art and this is definitely, you know, trippy and about art and, um, you know, I know these little crystals or rock things, a lot of it, you know, is to, to help you is for energy, for creating that, um, energy that, that you're seeking or want to avoid. And in a sense, that kind of is what Electro Force is like. And that's kind of what this candy represents to me. And that's why I absolutely love this one so much. Besides having the unique eye charm and the eye pendant, it's just so Electric Forest. And it's one of my most favorite festivals. And I just love it. I can't, I cannot just give that away. Um, I mean, maybe if I was at a festival and I met someone really awesome, I would. But I want to keep it because it's just so, so cool. This last candy that I'm going to talk about, it's actually this one right here. Um, it's this super cute, you know, that Mario Star Perler. And it's a, it's this really, really, really cool cuff. 
And the story behind this was uh, me and my good friend Timmy, it was our first escape, Escape uh, Wonderland in 2017. We got to the, to escape really late. We got there at like 9 p.m. because we had to meet a friend in L.A. And driving from L.A. to San Bernardino took like, it took freaking three hours. I remember just driving there and I was kind of upset because we were in traffic for so long. It felt like it was never going to end. And usually, um, you know, L.A. and San Bernardino, they're not that far from each other. But because the traffic is just so, so bad. And with it being a weekend and a festival weekend, the, the traffic was just horrible. So anyways, we got there really late. And then when we finally got in, it was just this um, amazing, this amazing, beautiful venue with so many places to explore. That was my first time being there at that venue. And it was just so, so cool. And uh, it was really late. And anyways, I remember we were at that, that main stage at Escape. Um, it wasn't the the choppers block back then it had some other name but anyways it was the main stage where all the big like the big top 40 djs play at and anyways we're in the back in the back of the tent and outside the tent they had like the the big screen tv where you can watch whoever was performing and it was just so cool we were just dancing and having fun and i remember this guy he was wearing the this cuff like like this and I saw it and I was like, oh my God, like, this is so cool. I love it. I love that, that, uh, that cuff. Did you, did you make it? It's so dope. Cause, um, I love Super Mario and it was just so fun and it's so cute. And he was like, yeah, I made it. And I was like, oh, awesome. And, um, I don't know, whenever I go to raves or festivals, I'm, I'm pretty social. I always ask if, you know, if they're having fun or who they're excited to see and whatever. Cause I, I like making new friends. And he was like, yeah, I'm having a good time, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, take care. Like, nice meeting you. And then he was like, wait. And he, like, took off this cuff and he gave it to me. And I was like, what? Like, no, 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 you don't have to give it to me. I just wanted to tell you that I really like it and it's cool. You're so talented. He was like, here, it's a gift. And I was like, oh, my God. So I... I was like anxiously looking at my, my, my arm and I gave him some candy that wasn't nearly as good as this. It was one that I had made and I, I actually don't know how to make cuffs and I gave him a candy and I was like, thank you so much. Like you didn't have to. And he was like, well, this is why I made it to give away. And that just took all of the, the bad vibes that I had from, you know, being stuck in traffic for so long for three hours and it, it, um, again, just kind of reiterated what the rave community is about and just gave me those feel good vibes and, um, gave me like hope in humanity because people are so willing to give whatever special, um, thing they made, even though it took them, I don't know, these things I feel like take a while to, to create. And he just gave it willy nilly to some girl that he doesn't know that was like, Oh, look, you're Kenny. And it just really is something so special. And this was, um, you know, I got this three years ago and I just still love it so, so much. And that's the thing about raves and candies that you just meet whoever and you have this want to give them something really, really cool and special. And, um, you know, sometimes you don't have to give them candy. Sometimes I found, I find that people will give you other things like, one time at EDC, I remember my, me and my friend Brittany and Chloe were sitting down at Cosmic Meadow and there were some people sitting across from us and I saw this guy with grapes and I was like, hey, where'd you get those grapes? And he was like, oh, I got it from the fruit booth over there. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Thank you so much. How much were they? And 
um, he didn't, instead of telling me the price, he was like, here. And he gave me like, like two hands full, like a bowl like this of the grapes. Cause the grapes was like this big in this plastic container. And I was like, no, 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 you don't have to give me all the grapes, just like three or four. And he was like, no, it's okay. And he gave me half of what he had. And to me, that was just so, so awesome. He didn't know me. I just literally asked him where he got the grapes, but he was just so willing to, to share and, um, give to others. Not that I was in need, but, um, it's so cool when you meet people like that, generous and, and kind. And, um, you know, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't always need to be candy when somebody, you know, wants to show you kindness at a rave, you know, it could be like that, like food or a hug or a lot of the times it's compliments, compliments from random people like, hey, you're, I love your outfit or you're so beautiful or you're, oh, you're so funny, you're a good dancer or whatever. And sometimes not even a compliment, sometimes just asking if you're okay, like genuinely asking if you're okay. It just just goes to show that little little human kindness um, just goes a long way and it can totally change how you're feeling at a festival. All right, so on this segment of Worst Candy Ever, um, I'm going to tell you um, the story of this, <laughs> this funny candy that I received. I made a lot of really, really cool candies and I bought all these really cool little um, charms. One of them was like these little crystal rhinestone things, other other ones I've had were like of mermaids and mermaid tails and it was just super cool and I used these really special translucent or transparent candies that were clear and they change color when you shift them. I just remember giving it to this person and was like this I just made a really really special one here you go I hope you like it it said it said something like perfect something something like that. So anyways, we, we get, I get done, um, exchanging and she, she or he, I can't really remember. Um, I just remember the candy hands me this candy. And for those that are, are just listening, this is just an all green candy. It doesn't even say anything. So literally every single bead is green and I think what happened was this person was at some candy party, super, super fucked up, and all the creative juices just ran out, or that, or they ran out of letters, and they were just like, fuck it, and just created a candy with the most little effort, just one solid color, no words, no pattern, no special design or anything, and was like, cool, I'm gonna give this to someone, and... To me, it's just super funny, and I actually really love it. It's not the worst candy ever, but I'm featuring this on the segment um, just for shits and giggles. I actually thought about just cutting this candy up and deconstructing it and just using it for future candies because it is literally just an all-green candy. I was just like, wow, this is just so effortless. Maybe this person just really liked the color green or is really, really simplistic and doesn't like words or can't spell. I don't know. It. Sorry, it's just so funny. It's just an all green candy. You know, normally somebody gives you a candy and they're like looking at their arm and they're like, I'm going to give you this. It says pretty or babe or rave or whatever. And I got it. I just remember receiving this all green candy and looking at it and going, 
thank you so much. And we hugged and it was great. And till this day, I still have this candy. So obviously this is, in some sense, this is uh, meaningful to me. And I just, I joke around about it, about this being the, you know, the worst candy ever. This is actually one of my favorites. Thank you, person who gave me that all green candy. If you guys have, have some cool story to tell, you know, DM me on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Let me know. Um, maybe if you're cool with it, we'll, we'll share the story have you on the podcast just all share our cool awesome experiences and kind of just be nostalgic and remember why we love raving so much and how much love and uh peace is just spread throughout all of us and you know these are some of the best candies ever that i've received and if you like dubstep and just want to listen to some really cool funky stuff my intro was actually by scudda um, that song is called Vibe Check. They are on SoundCloud, uh, Scudda Music, and they just are so, so dope. And for those that don't know, it's a dubstep duo. And my boyfriend, Justin, he's one of the guys in the duo. And uh, he's just so amazing. They're both amazing, both phenomenal producers. But yeah, if you want to check them out and support them on Instagram, they're at Scudda Music, SoundCloud at Scudda Music. Um, so once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this very first episode. You can find this on YouTube and I'll link it down below or else you can find it. I just had so much, so much fun creating and making this for you guys and just really appreciate everything and see you guys next time and hope you guys enjoy. It's the, it's the